Good evening. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to season 11, episode 18 of Let's Have a Fifi. You're rolling right along. Uh, we are still your Wednesday night conversation for more than the last 10 years, if you can believe that shit. Um, I am not Felicia, obviously. She's on her way. She'll be here shortly. Um, I am Freddie Prince Charming. And with me is our guest this evening, Holly Shoemaker, who is an amazing artist and all around badass because mm, yeah <laughs> and uh if you want to have uh more of holly which i'm sure you probably will after tonight's episode make sure that you join our patreon uh let me find my doohickey here there we go uh patreon.com slash let's have a fifi and we have all the after show chats with all of our guests um extra videos um guest announcements beforehand, all the things. Um, we'd like to thank our current patrons, Brandon, D, Drake, Jensen, Casey Starr, Carrie, and Corey, Kim, Joan, Leanne, Nicole, and Shannon. Um, a very special thanks um, to uh, Success Boutique, LC Designs, and Wigs of a Kind for supporting us this season. You can support us as well um, at uh, paypal.me slash let's have a fifi. All forms of monetary support and tipping are... Um, accepted and at this point i'll take fucking food stamps because soda is eight dollars for a 12 pack ridiculous it's fucking stupid <laughs> this inflation is ridiculous um you can also text lhaf to 602-730-7379 and whenever felicia is remembering she will update you with show things and whatever else it is that she sends out which i have honestly no idea um I, not a clue but do it anyway because hey you never know what you're gonna get maybe we'll do something fun i don't know <laughs> and for those of you on the facebook um you can click the little stars button thing at the bottom um we can earn like i don't know a few cents or something i don't know how that works thank you of course to folks like dj image eddie omega emily and Laura Renfro for already sending us stars. We appreciate you. Um, let's see what is happening. You like my vest? It's actually like a leather vest, double-breasted, found it at Goodwill. Figure it went with the whole Western vibe that I'm working with this evening. It's like the alternative. <laughs> I called it cowboy beep boop. Get it? Because it's a it's a robot robot it's a robot i it's i'm funny it's fine i'm this is yeah you're this, so funny i think i am i don't know i find myself <laughs> chuckling myself on occasion it's fine um hey, my weekend was um my weekend was interesting saturday didn't do a whole lot just kind of like did stuff around the house, kind of took care of some things. Obviously did not clean up in here, but that's fine. Nobody can see what happens that side of the camera. Um, Sunday was fun. I went to the Ren Fair um, as part of like the whole like Kingdom of Melrose thing. It was like their gay day. So many rainbows everywhere. Like all the queers were out. It was so much fun. Um, but I ended up leaving a key piece of my outfit at home. Oh. And you know when like you have things like planned out and uh -huh. then it just doesn't work and then all of a sudden you're like, well, fuck this. Fuck everything and everything is stupid <laughs> and I hate it. I was in, like, it was a weird funk because like 
I already had issues trying to figure out how to go in drag to the rent fair. Right. Like we know this, this was my brain had short circuited and it was not working. And so I'm like, "Ah." and it was really cool because I was doing like a whole like forest elf thing. Mm -hmm. And it was like a little cape that was shaped in like, like a leaf and it was dyed to match my boots. And it like, it would have pulled the whole thing together. And I was so fucking mad. I was so fucking mad. It was just like, uh, like the, I don't know. It was just annoying. It was like sitting on my bed. It was right there when I got home. So annoyed. It was like so thrown off. But it was fun. We got to go hang out with Prince Simon at the Midday Joust. It was all the good things, you know. So Sunday night, great. Get home. Get back. Relax. And then all of a sudden, for no reason, I get hit with the worst fucking migraine ever. Ooh. Like, it Ooh. was bad. Like, I figured... Like, we hadn't eaten yet, so we were sitting there, we were waiting for our food to get here, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I'm starting, to, I'm starting to get the headache, and I'm like, it's feeling a little queasy, I probably just need to eat, because, mm. like, I hadn't eaten a lot during, like, the, like I had food, but it wasn't a lot of food. It was, like, you know, Ren Faire food. Like, I had, like, steak on a steak and a grilled corn okay, and some yeah. stuff, so I had, like, some substantial food, but mm. it had been a while, I've been walking forever, too. Mm. So I'm like, all right, probably just need to eat, it's fine. And so, side note, we ordered from Postino's and I had to chuckle because the, uh, their, their menu on Uber Eats mm-hmm. had all, like, cause the bruschetta boards, right? It had all okay. the, you know, the right, all these things. And then there was one that was labeled fish pesto. The image that that conjures up for me does not. I knew what it, it was salmon with pesto, like, but fish pesto, really fish like pesto? Like this green fish paste. Like that's all, <laughs> like this, like, like Vegemite, like fish paste shit. Like I, that's all I was envisioning. And I was like, what the hell? It's very bizarre. But so ate, no problem. And then like the headache just kept getting worse. And I'm like, okay, I just need to go to bed. Mm. I had a lot of sun. I'm a ginger, you know, so I take a Tylenol, take all my meds, start laying down, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Made a beeline to the bathroom, and I spent pretty much the entire night in, like, the fetal position or throwing up. Ugh. It was awful. I ended up moving out to the couch because I'm like, I can't keep doing this in here. Like, my my poor partner, like, just not going to. So, got up, went to the, the couch, and I'm, like, kind of curled up, like, mm. two shots of Imitrex. And uh, anti-nausea meds. Mm. And it took until about four o'clock in the morning for me to stop throwing up. Yikes. It was not fun. I was awful. I was not, not okay with that. So Monday I spent dying on the couch. I didn't go to work. I was like, no. Yeah, it was, it was not ideal. Then how was your weekend? My, my weekend was pretty good. I, on uh, Friday evening, we went to the All One House Exotic Show opening. And uh, my spouse, Eric, won a Critic Choice Award. Of course he fucking did. Jesus Christ. You know, he's amazing. For those of you that don't know, I'm just going to throw this out there. For those of you that don't know, Holly's house looks like an art gallery. It's like a if an art gallery and an oddities museum like, made a baby, that's our house. You you walk <laughs> in and there's like these beautiful like oil paintings on the wall. And then you start talking, you're like, oh wow, these are really great. And it turns out her fucking husband painted all of them. So between her photography on the wall and his oil paintings, 
It's stupid and I hate them both. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so, um, well, and then uh, geez, I, I had a, I think I had a shoot on Saturday, but I can't remember because I've you, slept. I've, you did. I think you sent pictures. Did I? I've slept since then. So, you know, I can't remember these things. Was that when you were doing, was that when you were, was that with Lulu? No, that was oh, actually that was uh, this past, that was, yeah, no, that was Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't remember shit. I'm like, I barely. My, my I brain. Know. My brain. I don't know. Like, I can't is. remember one weekend from the other. I, my days are all mixed up. I, it's fine. It sounds about that. <laughs> so, um, you know, I had the shoot with uh, Lulu yesterday. Uh, I, and other than that, I think we just ran a few errands and pretty mellow and didn't really do anything else. I spent Valentine's Day editing. <laughs> Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. We don't do Valentine's Day. So, oh, there she is. Okay. There she, oh, she's got to get the, got to get the microphone. (laughs) I don't think we can hear you. Maybe I didn't want you to hear me. There we go. There we go. (laughs) There you go. I didn't want you to hear me. (laughs) You don't have any lights on. Are you sitting in the dark? I do have I have the light on all the way. That's the weird part. Oh, that's very very not bright. That's mm. fine. How how was your weekend, Felicia? Since you're here now. Oh, it almost went light. Almost. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's probably the. It's fine. <laughs> it's probably all this pink. It's like what is all this pink? And then it doesn't know what it's doing. It has like it's not sure. What there it goes. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Anyhow, hello everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, Holly. Hello. How are you? Good. Good. My weekend? <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, so Saturday was, you know, just a little bit of lazy about the house. Um, I can't remember. We did some things, but I can't remember. Um, just like y'all, uh, I was listening. Um, and then on Sunday morning, uh, I uh, do as I always do. Get up early to read books to children. Um, <laughs> and it turned out that it was a little different than we had expected. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we did not get to stay at Brick Road Coffee for long. Um, I'm not going to go into much detail, but if you've been following along, you know. You know, you mm. know. Um, and so what we decided very quickly was to uh, leave there and then come do a drag story hour virtually. And that is what we did. Uh, I'm glad that people are out supporting Brick Road Coffee as well as Drag Story Hour. Um, what is the next steps? Um, I don't know, but I am glad that things are moving in what seems to be the right direction. Um, Hopefully. For those, uh, for those that uh, question my... Um, my choices in life. Um, 
mind your business is the first business. Uh, second business is that I choose to do the things that bring me joy and bring me um, bring me peace. And um, this uh, instance took away my peace and um, in fact um, affected me just a, a, a lot of bit, um, but a little bit um, to enjoy what I enjoy giving to people. And so um, when I can combine two things that I love, reading and drag, then, and you miss with my piece, I have nothing to say to you, um, except for that I hope that you find the inner piece that you are looking for. As far as, um, I always have a call to action for uh, folks as they um, ask me, what should I do? Don't ask me, what should I do? Ask yourself, what should you be doing? Um, right. Uh, figure out um, how to be more forward active in your uh, local government. Figure out how you can um, attend more of these, sh these sh they keep calling them shows, but it's really not a show, it's an event. Um, figure out how you can support local events like this. I know that um, we go to bars and come out in droves, but I never see folks um, come to the, um, to the cafe or to the, you know, wherever we're at um, for these things. And, I, and being up in the early in the morning is not an excuse because I see y'all in full on boot drag early in the morning. And that is, n I'm in full boot drag. You just have to get up and roll out of bed. But anyhow, <laughs> So I mean, that's my rant. I question. Welcome I question some talk. of your. <clears throat> I question some of your life choices, but it usually has to do with like your foundation, and that's really about it. And that's all I have. Other than that, I mean, the rest of it's fine. Um, that actually is a great segue um, into my tip this evening. So mm -hmm. tonight, because this is these are things that are actually happening. So I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the anti-LGBTQ and anti-trans bills um, that are out there and uh, ways that uh, folks can uh, potentially help do things, whatever. So as of right now, there are 321 anti-LGBTQ bills that are being proposed around the country. 321. That's a lot. 11 of those are in Arizona. The majority of them in general are focused on uh, the trans and now the drag communities because why the hell not? You know, let's just pick whatever. It's unbelievable. Um, on February 9th, uh, the Tennessee Senate actually passed a bill that would ban drag in public places. That would include things like pride events, drag story hours, all that jazz. It would also ban drag shows in places with people under the age of 18. Um, so it passed the Senate there. It's now heading to their house. And the way that Tennessee works, I don't know that it's not going to pass. And mm -hmm. so... Mm, so I've had some time to think about this. Uh, so the drag bill is a way of going it's like another avenue toward mm -hmm. the trans folks oh um, it is it absolutely because, is because i'll go ahead uh-huh 
uh, because of the, you know, our gender bending function. Um, and, and we've talked about it many times. That's how people kind of discover or they are one with maybe the emotion that they're feeling or, um, being connected. And so, um, it's just uh, very, it's amazing how many laws get passed when cis white men, old white men, get something up their panties or not. Um, and they just go all. Mm. And these are the same cis white men that usually get caught on Grindr. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or George so, Santos. Right. So. <laughs> In Arizona, Senate Bill 1698 would force drag performers to perform in front of children to register as sex offenders. Hmm. There's uh, there's two parts to the bill. Um, one of it, uh, it would it would be a class four felony. Would have three years in prison um, if the uh, minors were 15 or older. They were under 15 of age, uh, 15 years of age. Um, it would be a minimum of 10 years in prison. Wow. Uh, there's um, also like things in the bill that say like performing. It, it, the, the, the wording is always very vague in all of these things. And it has something to do with like, like performing and dressing in like the opposite of what your biological sex is and blah 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 so think how many things that would affect oh yeah well i mean Hi, that could even affect things that have nothing to do with drag right. per se i mean that could include uh like cosplay at conventions theater for that matter. theater i mean like there's so many things to where these bills are so broad mm-hmm. and the so- i mean like they're bullshit to begin with mm-hmm. But the fact that there's such broad language about it, it can, you know, it's like, where would you even start to draw the there, line? There, there's no, like, it would, every everybody in the fucking world would be a fucking sex offender. Like, that's yeah. everybody. Everybody would be a sex offender. The so entire, but think how fabulous the prisons would be. I mean. <laughs> uh, so there has, and it's always, uh, it's not a problem until it bothers somebody else. So mm. we're the target. But um, remember I said, like, when you go to Disneyland, you're not going to, like, question who's inside or who the Disney princess is. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, wherever this is, I saw it on TikTok, um, but there's a Disney princess or she cosplays as a Disney princess and goes to parties and, um, you know, does things like paint fingernails and, you know, all kinds of cutesy things. But this affects her and people like her because she wouldn't be able to dress up. She wouldn't be able to, you know, go to parties and functions. She's losing her living basically. Um, Mm -hmm. And so um, it it makes me feel like we're going back to this like plain black and white bill or something where it's, Oh, it's, it's, it's much bigger than people realize. Like, so Senator Wadsack, which I, I think is, Appropriate perfect names. fucking name, perfect fucking name. Wadsack. Mm-hmm. She ooh. so she said that that bill was was a result of meetings with the log cabin Republicans and the far right group Gays Against Groomers. I would like to remind folks right now that uh, Sazerac 
the uh, restaurant in in uh, Central Phoenix um, had no problem hosting the Log Cabin Republicans meetups for like over a year. And its owner is a Republican and a Trump supporter. So just remember that just because somebody happens to be a member of the LGBTQ community does not mean that they are on your side and does not mean that they have no problem voting against their own so, fucking interests. So Wait, didn't they release um, something that said that they didn't know that the log cabin people they, were? They did, but it was bullshit because the log cabin Republicans literally posted screenshots of messages between them and Sazerac. Oh. Yeah, so Sazerac is full of shit. So just keep that in mind when you're looking for, I don't know, bridge places know or whatever. Yeah, no, the log cabin Republicans were like, that's bullshit. They absolutely knew because we told them. Mm. <laughs> so, and log cabin Republicans are like chickens for Chick-fil-A. Like that's, mm. it's, it's fucking, uh, I don't know. Um, also in Arizona, HB 2711 uh, says that school administrators and teachers have to disclose information to parents Anything they learn about a student's gender, gender identity, sexuality, et cetera, within 48 hours of learning it. Mm. So say, I don't know, little Susie is not, does not have a good accepting home life. But when she's at school, she wants to be known as, as he. he and would prefer to use the name Sam instead of Susie. The second anybody, any adult at the school hears this, they have 48 hours to go back and tell the parents, which if anybody knows anything, they know that the suicide rate among trans and LGBTQ youth is higher than the national average of not. Okay, so think about it. Think about it. They want this to, they want the escalation of this to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm. If we get rid of ourselves, if we get rid of ourselves, if we put ourselves in jail, if we uh, kill ourselves, if we go into hiding and marry men and women heterosexually and do the white picket fence thing, then we go back into hiding and we leave these secret lives and they get rid of us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh no, that's what they're hoping for. That they'll scare us enough that that'll happen. Um, SB sixteen ninety four is basically um, all about anti diversity in public entities. It says that public entities don't have to engage in uh, diversity or inclusion or anything, any programs like that. So eh, you can just uh, that. Shannon says, like, "I really wish Pride uh, organizations would tell." you know, the Republicans, that they can't be at the festivals. They won't, um, though, because money so is money. They won't. Yeah. Um, and plus, um, it's supposed to be like a welcoming space for all, and then they would challenge that. And Plus, you know, when you have, like, pride organizations and other organizations whose entire board is made up of primarily cisgender or AMAB white people, then... Why would anybody say anything different? Uh, yeah, it, it's like <laughs> it's it's, oh it's, it's, it's the same it's the same fucking thing. Like 
like freedom of speech does not mean freedom from consequences. And Absolutely. I will stick with that. Like, and I and honestly Guido says it's right wingers, like log cabin Republicans, Nazis, um, Republican, uh, any Republican candidates and things like that. They should not be allowed to have any sort of booths or anything like that um, at any sort of pride events. Um, what's his nuts had a booth at, at Tucson pride this year. I can't remember what the hell his name was. The hell's his name? I don't know. Some who moron. Can't remember what the hell his name is. Shouldn't have. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, no. Like, not all money is good money. Sorry, it's not. It's not. And I, I think it's a bunch of horse shit. But you know that, and that's that's only just a, a few of the bills that are here in Arizona. There, there's the list is is just goes on, and it's it's hard because people are you know what what can I do to to combat these blatant discriminatory right-wing nut jobs because that's Ooh, what they are i forgot that was and, this weekend too until i saw pictures yeah, of course they were um the log cabin uh republicans were at the rodeo too says shannon of course they were um <laughs> i mean it's not okay and this is this is part of the reason why so many people have lost trust and faith in these pride organizations you know they're so quick to partner with like law enforcement and big money and you know it, it doesn't matter it's all about the paycheck that's that's at the, mm-hmm. the it's the bottom line and and it's like okay well i'm pretty sure y'all can be uh, you can afford to be a little more discriminatory mm-hmm. like mm, just but oh, i don't know but you know whatever what mm-hmm. do i know so I saw someone not too long ago basically berating and shaming people who were not able to go to one of the hearings on these bills. Mind you, the hearing was in the middle of the day. And not everybody is able to go. That's a privilege to be able to just dip out of work, you know, leave your day job, take a day off, whatever. Not everybody is able to do that. So the first thing we're not going to do is shame people for not being where you think that they should be at where, when they you think they should be there. So we're not going to do that. You know, if you happen to have the time and you are in a position where you are able to take time off of work and go down to one of these hearings and speak, fantastic do that if you can that's that's great i i love that people can do that but not everybody can that's somebody we know people oh oh yeah yep very much so very much so it's today has been exhausting mm, yeah Mm. this is i and i i almost said something i almost but i'm like no because it's this person doesn't like being told that they're wrong. So they're, they'll just double down and not listen because that's what they do every time. So I was like, whatever. So we're not going to do that. If you can, mm. fantastic. Go ahead. Um, oh, but it's hard because when it comes to this stuff, there's very little that anybody can do that'll make an immediate impact. Like, mm-hmm. like, we need to make, if we're expecting the results, it's not going to have to be disappointed because it's, it's just, it, it's not going to happen. We can't, that's not how it works. I'm all about the instant gratification, but for things like this, it, it's just, it's not realistic. 
So the one thing mm -hmm. most all of us can do is write and make calls. And that's something that needs to start happening. We need to start writing shows, write to your senators, write to your governor, call them, like start fucking writing to the White House. Like I, at this point, just start bombarding these people with uh, information. Like make it impossible say to this? the fact that these bills are, will actually affect real people. Uh, so it's really, really accessible. It's really accessible. Um, you can, um, most public officials have like a section of their website or um, what have you. Um, and you can send like to them. Um, it doesn't go like, I'm sure there's like some kind of assistant reading all of these things. I'm sure but, there um, But. But m most of the time, like if you type in, I live in this section of the county, who's my legislative representative, you'll find yeah. it. You click contact and there's like a form. It says, please send us yeah. any feedback or whatever it says. Yeah. Um, and, and it's really that easy. Now, what I'm not saying is do that and be like, you fucking piece of shit, blah, 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 blah. Don't, don't do that. Oh, yeah, let's that. be professional. Don't do that, okay? What needs to happen is it needs to be, you know, this is why this is a problem. This is why this affects me. This is why, you know, it, it, it lay it out, like, Tell them why these are problems. Why this, you know, why does this affect you? Why this affects your partner? Why this affects your whatever? Um, and vote, Arizona vote, vote. is fortunate to have elected Governor Hobbs because uh, she is, she has said that she's going to veto any of that shit. However, the fact that it's even there is a problem. Um, the fact that the Proud Boys have not been uh, labeled a domestic terrorist group is a problem. The fact that there's like no very little recourse at this point uh, for anything that those assholes say or do is a problem. Um, and the, the, the fact is, is that this state, this, this state in particular, um, along with many other red states, we've been very complacent. The government is very complacent and often very complicit in the, way that uh, people have been treating marginalized communities here. Um, and we know this. Our fucking sheriff was in the, fucking found guilty of the bullshit that Arpaio was pulling. Like, it's not, it's not new. We, we, we know that this is how this state works. Um, but I encourage you to write to Governor Hobbs and have encourage her to work with other governors, to work with our state legislators and be like, this needs to be escalated. This needs to be Ooh, taken to Washington. Good. People need to be put, like, pressure needs to be put on Washington to make this shit fucking illegal. Period. There's, there, the fact that these bills that are literally looking to take away people's civil rights, they shouldn't even be a thing. That should, like, it should be absolutely 100% illegal to do this. If somebody was going to be like, okay, we're going to go ahead and say that um, black folks can no longer drive. Oh, well, I don't. 
black folks aren't allowed to um, purchase any kind of uh, weapons. Uh, black folks are no longer going to be allowed to be able to buy property. Like these things, if you, if we were to put race into it, oh my God, the people would have a fucking uproar. But because it's not race and because it's the queers and the fags and the trannies and all this shit, Ooh. everybody's like, it's fine. Nobody cares. It's fine. Well, see, and one of the benefits with regards to uh, emailing your local lawmakers and representatives and whatnot is you can actually, you know, you're not face to face with that person directly at that time. So you can take the time to form your words, form your thoughts, put everything out there. And, you know, without, you know, coming off as hostile or anything like that. Right. So, I mean, like, there, there is definitely a benefit to being able to send uh, an email out mm-hmm. to these people. And, in fact, most of them have their uh, their email just right there at the bottom yep. of that website page. Yep. If they, don't have a, if they don't have a little contact form on the website, they usually have a direct email where yep. you can send things. And... It's like if if one or two people send it in, that's one thing. But if hundreds of their constituents start emailing and start sending these things, it's going to be very hard to ignore. So that's what I would encourage everybody to do. And for fuck's sake, vote. Vote in every fucking election. Right now, the I don't do politics, complete bullshit. And it drips with privilege. You not doing politics says, oh, well, this doesn't really affect me, so I don't really care. I just want my fucking Gucci bag. Yeah. Or I just want my Prada shoes or whatever the fuck. And that is not going to fly. That like, Oh, um, you, you, mm, you don't get to say uh, you don't mm. do politics anymore. Like, mm-mm. okay. So I, are we, uh, so, uh, Sean says go to their office, but I say, be careful because sometimes they don't let you in. And right. And then you get hit with like trespass and like, <clears throat> It can be, and sometimes, depending on the level of government, I believe they're in Washington D.C. part of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Right. right. So, uh, I would be careful with that. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Hello, hello. Yeah, the Republicans right now have lost their goddamn mind. They've lost their There's fucking an mind. Article out today, uh, out of Alaska about David Eastman, a Republican who wants to fund wants funding cut to CPS because it costs more to help abuse children. So let them die. <gasps> That's like cutting funding to like Medicare and stuff. Like why the hell not? Just cut that funding. Doesn't matter. Mm. They're old. They're abused. Whatever. Let what? them go. It's a drain on our society. That's crazy. Like this is, these are the Republicans that we're dealing with and they've all lost their fucking minds. All of them. So I don't I- know. I, I, I didn't I mind when we were Democrats like, and Republicans when it was a healthy fight, yeah. if that makes any sense. I, when it was like a healthy fight, like, right. oh, I'm fiscally responsible. And then we're like over here like, oh, you know, I'm liberal and I love to spend money. Okay, let's do I, that cute little cat fight. But this has I gotten feel just a little like, too much. Can you imagine if these like, people have children? Like, this is like their legacy. They this do. is what, like... I, it blows my mind. Do. Like these, these people are going to like, the kids are going to grow up. They're going to see this shit. And I hope that their kids grow up and have like different mindsets. They're going to look at this and be like, Oh my fucking God. Like this was two my dad. I'm like, I'd be just... changing my name. I'd be changing everything. I'd be like, fuck that shit. Two things uh, came to mind. Um, so there was a 
um, shooting in Michigan. Was it last week? And at Michigan State, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so that there was a video of a young lady that um, experienced uh, the shooting at Sandy Hook, if I'm not mistaken. Um, she was at a school shooting. I'm not sure which school shooting it was. And that's sad. Um, and um, she was calling for action in her video. But um, there have been uh, tweets and things that I've seen that um, that are people that are our representatives are not taking that person very serious. So I feel like I've been saying this for years, the uproar of the Parkland kids, the uproar of the Sandy Hook kids is coming and they will find a way to find their justice and their peace. Um, Another bit of news. Never have I ever, like I cancel people in my mind and I just say, you know what, I'll just leave it alone. I've never really liked, well, I liked Jeffree Star before I had met him. And then um, I met him and I did not like my experience. More recently, he has come out and said that um, uh, non-binary people, they, them, um, is what we came up with during the pandemic because we were bored in our house and it's a piece of shit and basically mm-hmm. um i want to send out a word of echo um when you buy a product just like we were talking about last week when you buy a product when you buy uh just a lipstick when you buy when you do or you say i you know um you're well, giving a trash human but oh my that... god i love this lipstick yeah I mean, and like, so I, I used to support the jeffree star brand uh you know, a number of years ago. But then as soon as I started learning about some of the things he had done in his past and some of the things that he continues to do to this day, I was like, no, I can't continue to support it. Now, did I go out and burn all of my makeup? No, I'm going to use what I've already, you already spent have money it. That's, on. It's no reason that like... You know, you, the money you, is already in his pocket right. from that sale. But am I going to support his brand any further? Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. so those are two things that came to my mind. I was like, wow, what a trash human. Um, basically, I don't know. I feel like Jeffree Star is kind of like the epitome of like a non-binary person. And here he is saying, right. Fuck right. them. Okay. Speaking of, speaking of trash humans, uh, she who not, shall not be uh, named, uh, now has a podcast, uh, with a former member no. of the Westboro Baptist church. Oh yes, she does. Uh, it's called the witch trials of. I don't even want to say her fucking name. Okay. Uh, because of course she needs yet another platform to spew her bullshit. Okay. Here's my advice. Do not listen to it. Don't listen to it. Don't give them the, the, the satisfaction of giving them the listens of the downloads of anything. Just don't fucking do it. Don't fucking do it. Don't listen to it. Don't nothing. Don't just don't just don't. Know that it's out there and know that they're going to like, it's, 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 it's the witch trials, you know, because that's what everybody's doing and the witch hunt, which is complete a crock of shit. But yeah, don't just don't, don't even check it out just to kind of like see what is, just don't, don't, they, they don't, they don't need the views. They don't need the viewership. They don't need the listens. They don't need to think that just don't do it. Don't do it. We'd need the views though. 
like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> right. You do need yes. We need it. us just, just send it, it here. Yeah, about the thing. Yeah. Speaking of not trash humans. Yeah. This is our guest, Holly Shoemaker. Yes. Which I'm excited. Uh I both Felicia <laughs> and I have had a chance to to work with with Holly on a couple of different projects. And like you've said, she's just kind of a ridiculous artist and extraordinarily talented, and it's really stupid, and I really don't and like her. And her house is a museum. <sighs> And the things that she does, it's really stupid. But tell us about yourself. How did you get where you are today? Who the hell are you anyway? Right. <laughs> who am I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who I am. Are you kidding me? That's fine. Neither Most do we. Days it's I fine. I wake up and I'm like, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm. Um, Let's see. I mean, like, how how far do we want to go into this? Hey, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever you would like to share. Uh, well, I I was share born, with the class. I was born in Pennsylvania, in uh, Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania, and uh, then my family made the move to Northwestern Missouri, uh, to a town of five thousand uh, farmers, basically oh. uh, called Savannah, Missouri. Yeah. And uh, that's you know, scary by itself. Oh, it's 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 awful. I hate it. I'm probably going to go back for my 20 year reunion this year, though. It's one of those things to where like, you know, obviously I had a few friends there that and for the most part, these are people that I'm still friends with to this day. And, that that's got to be sort of an interesting but, like and and the thing is is like most of those people who I am still friends with to this day have moved you know far <laughs> away from Savannah. I uh, and uh, Eddie Omega uh, says that I want that show on the CW. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Savannah, Missouri. Yes, Savannah, Missouri. Coming or soon. if you go with like the uh, the the Missouri sort of pronunciation of things. A lot of people say Missouri. And that is something that's always absolutely just driven me <laughs> up the wall. <laughs> no. Wow. Sorry. Ooh. But uh, so I uh, grew up there, went to school there and I uh, pretty much lived there until uh, about 12 years ago. Oh, and you ended up here, and then I ended up here in uh, in Phoenix. And how did so that I mean, hurt? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, and the thing is, is, I mean, like, I absolutely loved it. And like in Missouri, you, you know, I had you know the red hair, mm-hmm. and I dressed the way that I dressed <laughs> for the most part. And um, you know, I had people trying to start fights with me in the parking lot of a Family Dollar. Oh. <laughs> Quality establishment. <laughs> Quality establishment. Quality establishment. That's no joke. No joke. And like some lady like just looked at me and was like, what, bitch? What? And I'm just like, can we just take it down here? Why Dude, do we I'm have to? Just I'm just trying to get my laundry detergent so I can go home, y'all. Just mm. simmer down. But then within my first week <laughs> of living here. There was this little old lady in the um, in the um, grocery store, 
And she stopped me and she goes, oh, honey, I just love your hair. (laughs) If I was just a few years younger, I'd be doing something just like that. And I was like, I'm home. (laughs) (laughs) So weird to say. We think that little old lady. We think that little old lady for you being here. Oh, and uh, it's, just, it's so funny, like, how accepting people have been of me here versus, you know, the Midwest. Because at best in the Midwest, they'd be like, oh, yeah, well, she's really creative, but she's fucking weird. Which, I mean, I am weird, but I, mean, I, I feel like know. people... I still say it. I still say I mean, it. Have but you always... Like been good endearing like... Cause you, you do everything. Like you create <laughs> costumes and shit. You do like, you do all of this shit. Like, have you just you always been making me that, sick like, sometime? I'm like, well, Oh, I, you made that. <laughs> well, I mean like between, uh, I mean like I, I would, you know, I had a sketchbook as a kid and I would always, I was always stealing my, my parents' camera to go uh, take pictures of the horses because it was like our house an alleyway and then a huge open pasture. <laughs> and next to that was a pasture where the um they were the Duncan family and the Duncan family would provide like all of those gigantic horses that they have in parades. Oh, like the Clydesdales. Yes. And uh and, like oh. I would go over there and take pictures of the horses and uh you know get in trouble for crawling under the barbed wire fence. <laughs> you know, it's it's fine. Interesting. But uh you because of that uh part of the country there aren't a whole lot of creative outlets available so Mm. and this was a a time before like etsy was a big thing right you know what have you so Mm. it's a matter of you have to learn how to make these things yourself in order to uh get the end result that you want because you can't just readily it's not readily available and you can't just go out and get it or hit up one of your friends and be like hey do you know how to do this so just just out of necessity basically basically it, it, it's one of those things into where it's like you take that creative desire and because it's a necessity you're able to kind of channel that into the thing to make the thing <laughs> and personally, I'm really glad there's things like Etsy because I can do some things, other things not so much. So Etsy is okay, my so, bestie. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know, I'm a fan of Etsy. <laughs> I like Etsy a lot. So folks may not realize this, but you're completely self-taught photographer. Yes. Like, you're, which is... Gross. You're just so. I'm just every, like it's. Uh... Well, I mean, in in uh, recent years, I've I've certainly started uh, <clears throat> kind of looking into different tutorials and and ways to like continue to grow and change as a photographer. But uh, starting out, yeah, it was a matter of people were like, "Oh, how did you get into photography?" I'm like, "I bought a camera." <laughs> <laughs> You're, uh, you're, you're, you're like the Scottsdale moms that like, they bought a camera so they could take a picture of like their kid's first birthday. And they're like, I'm a photographer. Funny enough, my, my first, uh, my first photo shoot, because I mean, I I got my camera, I scrimped and saved for months and months and months to get this camera in Lent. And it was like $600. For Ooh. the for the camera body and a fifty millimeter lens, and you know this was 
15, 17 years ago. So did it still have phone? And I was like, working was it digital. Uh, no, it was digital. It was, uh, but it was um, hmm. one of those things into where I and I was pretty much working minimum wage. Minimum oh God! Wage so like, you're right. Trying to save up a, for like a six hundred dollar camera. I was working I was in like, a buffet ooh. restaurant. Oh, <laughs> oh, classy! I love it. <laughs> so I. Um, I got this camera and it started out how, you know, most people who get a, a new camera, I'm taking pictures of plants and flowers. You play with the different settings and see what things do. And, <laughs> right. know, I get it. That's and what then, I did with uh, Our next door neighbor in the apartment complex I was living in at the time, they had, she had the cutest little girl named Maddie. <laughs> And Maddie was hilarious. She was like two years old, speaking in full sentences and cussing. (laughs) There was one time she was running, she was running around the parking lot, fell over and goes, shit. (laughs) (laughs) So why do I feel like if you you ever had a baby like that, that would be be my child. (laughs) But my uterus Mm -hmm. is on perpetual lockdown. Mm. So that's not happening. (laughs) But, uh, so Maddie one day was playing and, uh, you know, trying to get my attention. And uh, she peeked through the uh, snap. What are they called? Blinds. No, curtains. no, no. On a, like a, a stairwell. Stairwell? The, like the railings. Yeah, the the ra- things, yeah it's the, basically the, 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 yeah. the railings that go like this on a stairwell. <laughs> she walks over, peeks her little head through it. And I snap a photo and it is the most adorable fucking thing I've ever seen at that point in time. And I'm like, you know what? This is what I want to do with my life. So you went from snapping two-year-olds to to not snapping so much two-year-olds these days. I mean, (laughs) tell us about that. Like, how did you, how did you like transition from like, how did Mm -hmm. I mean, you're creative anyway, mm. but you do a lot, like you're, you have a very recognizable style mm. when it comes to your photography. Mm. Like you, you really do. Like your style is, it's very you, it's very recognizable and you have, like, it's just, it's, it's a signature style basically. Like mm. it, it, regardless of what it, whatever it is that you're shooting, you can look at it and be like, oh, Holly totally shot that. Like <laughs> eh. even your softer ones, mm. like you still have a very, very recognizable style. Like how did you kind of, I guess, evolve into like, oh, wow, like, look at this shit. Like, look at, like, I, I, I tweaked this little <laughs> setting here and now look at this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this yeah, is, and, yeah. and that's really all it is, is just tweaking things and messing around with them until you're happy with the way it looks. And then you start to kind of, uh, you find a lighting style that you like or, you know, a backdrop that you prefer or an editing style you like. And you just, it's, it's something that develops over time to where you just kind of find yourself in having this sort of signature style. I'm okay. I'm going to throw this out there because I know that there's people that may be watching them be like, Oh, I totally a photographer. I have like an iPhone and I can like do this. I'm going to say this. I'm gonna say this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I I watch a lot of like true crime dramas, a lot of medical dramas and things. 
me watching medical dramas and like forensic shows does not mean that I am qualified, nor do I have the <laughs> skills um, to be like a forensic pathologist. Mm-hmm. Just going to throw uh-huh. that out there. Um, uh-huh. So just because you may enjoy photography uh, doesn't necessarily mean that you are a photographer. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm just you could have gonna... just told me after the show. You could have just told me after the show. That's Sorry. so rude. I'm just like, I, I, I know that being a photographer takes a certain eye. It takes a certain skill. And it takes patience, especially. If there, oh, it absolutely coat. takes patience. I don't know I what mean, you're talking about. When it, well, I mean, like you know, uh, retouching for for one is like the most tedious part of any photo shoot. And if you are seriously someone who wants to really try delving into photography, you need to you know some things that you need to be aware of, and like you need to invest in some decent equipment invest in some decent lighting, get to know your equipment. And uh, when it comes to editing and retouching, you have to be able to pay attention to the smallest of details. If there is a, uh, you know, if there is a dead pixel in the backdrop, you have to edit that out. If they have a pimple, if they have a scratch or, you know, something like that, it's one of those things to where you have to, pay attention to such tiny details that when you're taking a selfie with your you know, phone, you don't no, really pay as it. much attention to Composition. And I, the only reason I know anything about photography, honestly, is because I happen to date a professional photographer mm-hmm. with a degree in photography. Mm-hmm. She taught photography. Like she, so like the only reason I know anything about it is because I can't, I'm not a photographer, I don't know, but like composition is huge. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just be like, okay, here's a picture. And things are like, you oh. have like a weird thing in the background over here. You have like oh. the way that mm. you have like power lines that look like they're going through somebody's head. Or you have like, like this, you know, sort of like boudoir, you know, sort of, sort of photo where, you know, it's like this, you know, sexy girl on a couch. And then there is a big glaring outlet right in the backdrop. It's just like, no. Like no. composition actually, like these things matter. And these are things that like you have to take the time to actually look at and mm. you have to like see them if you don't mm-hmm. see them then you won't know it's like oh no we have to figure out let me fix this over here let me put this over here like it's it's about framing it's about all these things and like like i could like i could take a picture of somebody but i'd be like <laughs> oh jesus christ like I and you have a knack for catching people in like just the right instant like, I think one of my favorite pictures of myself is that one. Oh, when you were laughing. And you caught me laughing. And it's like, it was for your sticks and stones. Well, see, but funny enough, I, like, with those photos, uh, one of my favorite outtakes from that photo shoot is when I accidentally traumatized you. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh, there was an instance where uh, and you, I have this really kind of dark, weird, fucked up sense of humor sometimes. <laughs> like a lot. Huh. And uh, I was uh-huh. uh, in an effort to get a laugh out of Freddie. I started telling him the story of this guinea pig. Oh God, the <laughs> fucking guinea pig. Uh. So I have like a couple of outtake photos where <laughs> poor Freddie is just like, uh, is it that face? Traumatized. That face next to you? No, I mean like it was even worse. It was like, <laughs> 
I was there for this. Oh, but see, now I tell the story about accidentally traumatizing you to other people to get them to laugh. Oh, good. I'm so glad <laughs> that I can be of service and be helpful in your photography endeavors. Oh, my God. Mm. So one of the is it fair to say that the Sticks and Stones was one of your biggest projects? Yeah, absolutely. I would say that's a fair statement. And um, uh, little little bit of teaser info for uh something i am actually planning to bring it back this april as a two-year anniversary sort of situation and uh, yeah it's been two years damn well damn yeah it's, it's wild how time flies and i mean like with that uh with the opening night of that show that in itself was wild because not only was it like 105 oh my god that, that shit it's fine it'll be cool well, what see, the fuck I'd- it will <laughs> <laughs> okay i have been keeping an eye on the weather like just so we can you know could be prepared for anything prepared for what for mm-hmm. the, like as far, you know as far as like heat or wind mm-hmm. or rain or it you know whatever it mm-hmm. was and the entire time up until the day before the show, it was saying it was going to be 95. Okay, that's not cool. But it's that's not, not 105. Cool. Okay, it's still not cool at all. <laughs> if it were 70 or below, that is cool. What 95 you, is not cool. What sort of delusional world are you living in where September in Arizona equals 75? I don't know. <laughs> telling me it was going to be cool. I'm like, oh, no, cool. I said okay. it was going to be cooler. Uh, that shit was awful. Oh, somebody says they can confirm. Uh huh. Oh yeah, no, it was absolutely ridiculous. Oh, can confirm on that. I've absolutely told Tony the uh, the guinea pig the story. Guinea pig story. Oh damn. It's cool. But and was that ridiculous? You know, other than it being ridiculous, was a really great night. It was fantastic. And, and we had. A crowd of over COVID, and that was like that they had to put on with regards to like COVID restricting. So, and by the end of the night, we ended up at capacity with people who like resonated with it in one form or another, and that is just something so incredible. I went home that night, and I I was super emotional. It was it was crazy. <laughs> like the the everybody that showed up, and people were just like emotional and like looking at all the different pictures and like it was it was absolutely insane and uh like and since then like it's it's been picked up by like different publishing things and media outlets and yeah and all sorts of shit like that's like unexpectedly went viral on reddit for like a day and a half just a few weeks ago (laughs) just just, how random just whatever yeah no two years after the fact like what you're so crazy well, and it was just one of those moments to where I, I shared the story to Reddit. I, I didn't give any of my personal information other than the name of the photo series. And from there, like, Reddit oh. detectives checked in and were just like, I found her website. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. And what oh, my God. Is there was around a dozen people, you know, who were commenting in that particular Reddit thread 
who were outside of the U.S. who had heard of the photo series. That's crazy. And like we had, I had people from uh, from Scotland, Ireland, uh, London, Australia. I mean, like it was. We're very big in Cambodia. Oh hey, hey Cambodia. (laughs) Apparently, I have no idea. So, do you have any other like? You don't have to like disclose details, but do you have any other like big projects like that on the horizon? Anything coming down the pike that you're like, I want to make this and I want to make this blow the fuck up. Uh, At this point in time, I I can't really say that I have any big plans. Uh, Usually my big plans are uh, kind of spur of the moment. Like sticks and stones was something (laughs) I remember when that happened. Spurred from me just being a petty ass. I remember. I I remember when all of that (laughs) shit went down. You were like, "Oh my god, this bitch!" (laughs) It was like it was (laughs) like I remember when all of that went Mm -hmm. down, and like yeah, that that was crazy. Um, Can we talk about um, speaking of uh, oh this bitch, but um. You as an activist, as um, like especially after uh, Roe versus Wade got overturned and mm-hmm. we started going to like the hissy fit, you said, no, no, I'm going to create art for this. And mm-hmm. um, can we talk about that? Yeah, sure. The, the, that photo series was called uh, Keep Your Hands Off of My Body. And it involved, uh, I believe we had 27 AFAB individuals uh, in Arizona who uh, came together in groups of anywhere from five to seven people. And uh, there was, you know, one person would be the central focus. And then uh, the hands from everyone else would come into the photo and kind of dig into the skin. And they're kind of just trying to break away from it because, and, and it's one of those situations to where, we shouldn't have to fight for our bodily autonomy. I you didn't you weren't able to snag any trans men for that, were you? No, I was <sighs> not able to get any uh, trans men on on board for it. And the, uh, and there were even a few Why people who questioned uh, because yeah. it would involve me working <laughs> the remote shutter and. Um, you talking about me? Oh, you. Yeah, mm-hmm. why didn't you do it? I- <laughs> 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 oh, I didn't. I, I thought was, we were friends. I'm sorry, my bizzle. Next time, <laughs> I mean, have you know to do with whatever. Then I'll you know. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just the the idea of like um, you know at this at this point in time in history, we have to fight for our bodily autonomy, and it's disgusting. And my whole outlook on it is just like, why do you care? Why do you care so much? Why mm-hmm. do you care what somebody else is doing with their life? They don't. It's just about control. That's the whole thing. I mean, no, they don't yeah. give a fuck. It's, and I'm, I'm going to say something potentially controversial. Yeah. Uh, we never say anything controversial. <laughs> about. I mean, We've never said anything controversial here. I, I, I think that most of our issues in this country come right back to Christianity. Oh yeah, we've that's not it's, controversial. It's, on <laughs> well, I mean, just maybe to some people who may be listening, that's a controversial yeah. opinion on things. But it's um, one of those things 
into where you can look at almost any situation where people are fighting for what in other countries are considered basic rights and bring it right back to Christianity and specifically old white Christian men yep. who think they are entitled to something. Yep. No, that's, that's absolutely <laughs> yeah. spot on. We've, 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 we've said that before that it's, it's, you know, the, for all these years. people themselves Christians are the like, least christian acting people ever yeah one of my uh one of my favorite phrases is uh there's no no hate like christian love yep this is true and i'm like i'm i won't even at this point i, I don't even apologize i'm like no i'm sorry if you're offended by it mm-hmm. then you need to check that with your fellow christians mm-hmm. not us because literally i mean not even Look through history. Pretty much everything mm. stems from Christianity, mm. from the witch trials, you know, the Inquisition, you name it. It all has the bases and Christians trying to inflict themselves on others. So it's. I mean, like. But don't push your agenda don't. on me. Right. Oh, yeah. Don't go and shove your leftist liberal propaganda right. down my throat and it's in, like um so there's a term for this and it's called projection yeah that's it they and, don't, they don't it, and it's one of those things and i mean like don't get me wrong like if you as a person find like peace and you know comfort from christianity that's amazing i am ecstatic for you that you are able to find that level of peace and comfort in your life. But the moment that you start dictating to others that you need to do this, Mm -hmm. you need to do that, you need to do this, or you're going to burn in hell forever. That becomes a problem. Right. You know, having following a faith that works for you is great. If you, if you find, if you find joy in, in some, whatever organized religion, Mm. great. That's, fantastic but the second that that spills over into mm-hmm. other people's lives mm-hmm. that's where the problem is and the that's unfortunately what always happens is that it always happens <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like they they just can't not they always just they they can't just shut the hell up like mm-hmm. they can't just be happy in their faith and just do what they do and worship how they want to worship no, it always has to be like laws. well i'm doing this so you have to do it too right. otherwise you're wrong right. like it's just it's, it's, oh hey it's you hey it's me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um uh, so all right where can people find you stalk you on all of your socials all the things so i i am on facebook i'm on instagram and i do have my own uh, website itself. If people are looking to exclusively just look at my uh, photography, my website is going to be the best bet. Okay. Uh, and then on. And your website is. I uh, it is. You have to look it up. <laughs> I have, of course, I have to look it up because it's like a Wix website or you have to look something. It up. You know, it, it, it's one of the. If you find my Instagram. Which what is, is right there. So my Instagram has my link tree. My link tree has links to everything. I still don't have a link tree. I don't understand. Ooh, website. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, look at that. Look oh, at look, it. negative edge photography. Yeah, you. <laughs> That's me. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so go to Holly's Instagram. 
Which go back to the Instagram so everybody can see what that is. It's hobby. Oh, that's us. Sorry, got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a Holly Masquerade. So like Masquerade, but with a G instead of the D. Got it. So here you go. Oh, oh. Go, go, go to the Instagram, go to the link tree, do all the following, all the things. And Holly does specials pretty much every month for random themes that she pulls out of her ass because why the hell not? (laughs) Um, So keep an eye on those. We've done a few of those, mm-hmm. like my partner and mm-hmm. I, and it's always a good time. Like I remember we did the zombie one mm-hmm. last year, and as we were leaving her house, I, I have- said very loudly while covered in blood, thanks for dinner! It was pretty great. <laughs> and we had like brand new neighbors at that point in time, too. And they, oh, have, no. this, they have this huge sort of bay window <laughs> that was open, and... <laughs> Here's G and Freddie just walking by the open bay window going, bye, thanks for dinner. Like, <laughs> it was, you know, it's a good way to get them used to the neighborhood. It's fine. Just saying, you know. So. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, brain, brain no work. But yes, oh, uh, uh, project like specials. Uh, specials yes, yeah. So yes. I had, the next yeah. one that I have coming up is going to be for March, and it is going to be a roulette special Ooh, those for are my birthday. And the way that Ooh. roulette specials work is you book the session not knowing what you're going to get. She may give you like guidelines, mm-hmm. like where wear a black tank top or something that you don't mind getting dirty yeah. or something but you really won't know what the hell you're getting into until you get there mm. yeah it's it's a, it's it's fun i highly recommend it it's always fun i like it sounds like a grinder hookup kind of yeah. i mean basically but for photos far more satisfying <laughs> way more satisfying <laughs> throw that out there. you don't have to worry about having a pleasant ending right oh okay. boy it's, yeah, it's it's fun. It's good. It's 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 a good time. So definitely keep an eye on uh, specials that Holly has coming up. Follow all of the socials. Um, get in on that shit. Book her for your photo sessions. Um, I still want to like get our family together for like a weird, creepy like oh, I'm here like for it. Christmas one for for like holiday cards at some point. Like well, I, I mean, yeah, like, it's one of those like, things to where like I can do, you know I specialize in creative portraiture but i also do things like maternity and newborn and weddings people a lot of people forget that i that i actually do weddings <laughs> that's because they see this because they see this and they're like oh yeah that's who i want to book for my wedding i don't know that i've ever seen anything <laughs> even done for a wedding oh no i'll show you it's funny i, will show I don't you. doubt it i'm just like that I mean, granted, you probably aren't the first person I would think of for a wedding photographer oh, yeah. just because well, of what there. I've seen. You, you know, and, you know, but that's not because you're not talented, but because I just oh, here we go. Just mm, you know, yeah, mm. it's fine. It's fine. There we go. Um, There's, but oh yeah, that's right. And see, even with your wedding photography, you can look <laughs> at it and be like, oh, totally a fucking Holly thing. Like yeah. that's like you could like you could absolutely see because you have a very certain style. Like, well, look at you doing, like, vanilla photography. <laughs> Very sweet photography. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, not, to, not to be rude, but they don't look very happy. Oh, that's actually my sister-in-law and her dad. 
He does not look happy that he's walking down the aisle. No, no. He's a good guy from from what I understand. I've only met him a couple of times, but uh, he's always been very nice. And that's my brother. Aww. No. Yeah, see, look, you can hire Holly for all the things. Yep, and that's my aunt and my little cousin, Preston. Well, I say little cousin. He's in his 20s now. This was... That's adorable. And then my... Uh, my so she, she needs new wedding photos is what she's saying. <laughs> yeah, last wedding I did was uh, about, I think last wedding I did was about six years ago. No. Somebody hire Holly so that she can update her wedding portfolio. Just don't hire me for a wedding in the summer. Mm-hmm. Oh, now you're particular. Now you're particular. Right. Oh, yeah. I, wow. I 100%. Yeah. I can be particular. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> With that being said, I'm done. <laughs> so yes so go follow holly take advantage of the specials that she has every month which she does literally all year long like it it, sometimes they're surprises sometimes they're like totally worth it totally worth it do it do all the things support holly support your local artists um if there's things that you like uh buy prints because prints are good and we like doing art things um uh, right now uh both Eric and I have stuff inside uh, the Altman House Gallery. Oh. And this oh. Friday, if uh, you are looking for something to do, the Pain Proof Punks, my besties, my besties <laughs> troupe, uh, are doing uh-huh. a show at Alwyn House. Mm-hmm. Subtle. And, you see oh, that? during yeah, the cool weather? During the cool weather? During the cool weather? I tried to get, I tried to get... A different day scheduled, but I never have never sweated like that too. in drag before. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I literally poured water on myself. I, seriously, I was doing the same thing. I was about to overheat. Oh, it was Thank so bad. God, I didn't have to wear a binder. Like I well, and, and like it was also one of those things to where I, I Dom. This was right before Dom's top surgery, right? And so, and I'm also I. Uh, you know, we've got burlesque performers that have pasties right, on Right, everybody's just... So I'm backstage. I'm like, I'm trying to paint on on one performer for Irene for her last number. And tape is getting undone on Dom. So I'm having to like pull back and... It just, it was, yeah, it was, it was awful. Just, it was just, it was miserable. Zero out of 10 crazy. do not recommend. <laughs> Everything else was great. That portion of it, the heat, that, that shit was yeah. not... The, the, that, the heat that, was that, just that, awful, that was awful, awful, awful. I'm so still awesome. writing the Yelp Next, review two years later. I know, seriously. <laughs> still writing the Alfred. Um, all right. What gigs do we have coming up, Felicia? Uh skip it, skip it. Um... Uh this is Oh well, so uh if you did not see the virtual drag story hour uh on Sunday, on February twenty-fifth, I believe that's Saturday, um there will be a replay of it. A more edited down version, so you don't have to like listen to me ramble. Oh, I gotta watch reruns now. What the fuck? I mean, you weren't there. You were at some fair or something. So correct, I was. Yes. Um. So and we're actually going to be at the fair also on the twenty fifth. You son of a bitch! <laughs> you did this on purpose. I did. I did. I see you enough. You I don't said, need to oh, see Felice. <laughs> You're like, uh, she's on there. They'll save the video, I'm sure. They'll do something. They'll do something with that. And then on Sunday, I like to torture myself. And this will be the second weekend that I'll torture myself. Um, So I'll have the Supernova pageant at four at The Rock. um, And that's Supernova Ultimate Star. Um, 
look it up if you want to figure out why the name has changed. Anyway, um, and then uh, we have Magic at Stacy's at um, 8 o'clock. And for me, for those of you that were uh, going to do uh, the uh, Drag Story Hour bingo at the Drink Me Tea Room on the 4th, that's been rescheduled to, or the 2nd, that's been rescheduled to May. So we'll get that info out. I don't know why they decided to reschedule it, but they decided to reschedule it. So May 4th um, is the new date for that. We'll be getting all that info out later because it's it's a while away. Maybe it's one not to worry about it. Um, and then uh, March 10th, which is only about 17 days away. Fuck my life. Um, totally prepared. Um, 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 totally. Is, uh, Wild Wild West Con in Tucson. Um, and uh, March 10th is the uh, drag and burlesque show that is happening. Um, it's going to be a good time. You can get tickets to the show um, without going to the con. So if you are unable to attend the con um, and you still want to go see the show, you can do that. But I would recommend doing it soon. Um, and that, that should be great. Uh, March 17th, we are back at Cat Bingo. Whoopee. Um, at La Gatara. Um, that'll, that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, April, I am heading to Austin for ramen. Oh, and oh. also uh, the Austin International Drag Festival. That as well, yes. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I was going to say, that I, sounds a little I weird. I forgot. That, that's I'm just, I, priorities, it's fine. <laughs> and then in June, we're going to be back at fan fusion phoenix fan fusion we are we are that's gonna be so much fun i need to we need to get everybody going on the the the, it's it's a going slightly different direction um i'll give you more details as we get a little bit closer but it should be a damn good show so if y'all are going to fan fusion make sure that you go on that friday and make sure you stick around for the shows yes 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 uh upcoming guests we have a lot in the waiting area we just need people to confirm. We don't like when people don't confirm. It makes me a little bit nauseous. Because um, uh, <laughs> then I'll ask like several times and then I feel like a car salesman after a while. Mm-hmm. I, like, I stop asking. I'm like, I'll, I'll ask you a couple times and then if you don't get back to me, I'm like, okay, well, whatever. But then I yeah, see you post on social media and I, I'm like, I'm like, oh, but I see you post on social media. So. Right. Right. Like, anyway. Um, but a person that I confirmed right away, uh, on March 8th, we have Desiree A. DeMornay, uh, Miss Phoenix Pride, coming on. Uh, I'll probably have to double check that to make sure. Yeah, I would but, um, just, she may, may need to reschedule the pending. But, yes. Yeah. So um, but yes. Um, thank you all for tuning in for your Wednesday night conversation. You're more than welcome to produce more story hours if you're worried about re- oh ooh. let me. I mean, that's that. fine. I'll send you an invoice. <laughs> <laughs> I did five um, story hours this month. Here you go. <laughs> it's been uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, special thanks to our special guest Holly Shoemaker yeah, for joining us tonight be sure to check out all the things Holly does um, there's other artistries that she has not talked about but we didn't we didn't get into it we didn't get into it the oddities and the and the Fake what is cake. that like the there yeah 
the food yeah that that has me all in a yeah i'm like hey maybe if y'all like subscribe to our patreon maybe we'll talk about it in the after chat yeah um and thank you to all of you who watch live and those that don't mind watching reruns jerk um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and those that uh, listen to our podcast, because there's more people that listen to our podcast than watch us. So what's that telling us? Um, <laughs> we're almost at 10,000 downloads. Can we do it? Wow. So send it to your friends, send it to your mom, um, send it to your worst enemy, because we want them to listen as well. Mm-hmm. Send it to uh, your senators, send it to all the right wing nut jobs. We're fine yes. with that. And yes, big shout out to Brick Row Coffee in the city of Tempe. Um, we will see you next week for your Wednesday night conversation. Good, Good night. night.